Do you want to learn how to add more years to your life, improve the quality of those years with your cognitive function? In this video, I'm going to be talking with the CEO of Synaptic Scientific about the benefits of mushrooms for longevity and health. My name is James. And in this video, I have my friend Scott on the show, and we're going to be talking about the benefits of mushrooms for longevity and health. Scott is an expert on the topic, and he's got lots of great information to share. It is second time sitting down with me. So make sure you stick around until the end of the video so you don't miss anything. Thing. Scott is a lifelong student of natural wellness and longevity. Going through his bio here, very interesting guy. He's written several books, selling more than 90,000 copies. He's had a few different companies manufacturing wellness products. They've been sold everywhere from like Whole Foods and more than 1,400 natural health food stores. He's been a keynote speaker on various topics here and in Russia, and he's 66 years old. He's the owner of Synaptic Scientific, a nutraceutical company that specializes in high potent potency, mushroom extracts, brain tonics, medicinal mushrooms. And we're going to talk more about that today. My guest is Scott Olgram. Scott, how's it going, man? Good. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. You know, I, I love talking about mushrooms. I'm a big mushroom enthusiast. I'm surprised I don't put out more content regarding mushrooms because twice a week I, I go out into the farmer's market and I have, I've got a mushroom guy and he's got just a, a, a wide array of mushrooms laid out. And I had, I probably had two big heads of lion's mane this morning with my eggs. And I just love it. And I've had your mushrooms as well. You sent me a bag of your, I believe, L2 longevity mushrooms. Correct. Uh -huh. And those taste really good, just natural as themselves, almost like chocolate. But Yeah. All right. Yeah, so which is actually kind of cool. They, they, you know, the, so many of the plants that are good for us are bitter as heck. And so it's really nice when you can get a, a, a couple of plants that actually taste good just in water or oat milk or something like that. And that's what those two particular mushrooms in a powder form. Scott, after all of these years working with plant medicines and teaching people about this, you've got content on your social media and your new website. So plants have the power to heal. What is the most surprising thing about that? Probably a cu couple, and they're both cultural. They, the first one is that we are still using, at least in America, chemical tweaking approach to mental health instead of a nutritional one. Right now in the U.S., and I'm, I'll bet you your audience is bigger than the U.S., but it's a good model. In the U.S., around 14 million Americans use amphetamines every single day, and they've been actually okayed by their doctor to use amphetamines to deal with brain fog, forgetfulness, concentration, and so forth. The other side of that is another 37 million Americans. That's about 18% of the adult population, about, you know, that's like one out of every five people we ever bump into are using antidepressants. Neither of those approaches are nutritionally based. They're chemical tweaks approaches, and they're very effective. If you've ever taken an, a, you know, any kind of amphetamine, man, you speed up, you can get a little work, done, quite a bit of work done you know, for a short period of time, but they both have horrible overall effects to mental health mm -hmm. and just even the chemistry of the brain. Yeah. And it's so silly to me that we are using those things instead of a nutritional approach to build up the compounds that the brain needs, like the neurotransmitters, the serotonin, melatonin, dopamine, mm -hmm. oxytocin, all those things. If we were to, if we were to go to every school child, they know that there are foods that supply us with extremely important nutrients, such as vitamin D, you know, vitamin C, proteins, carbohydrates, complex carbohydrates. And yet we're notching those kids that there are foods and plants 
that contain the important precursors to ment that re are required for mental health. And, you know, it's absolutely destroying our critical thinking skills and emotionally balanced skills. And instead, what's happening is what you're seeing is that the, the brain is starting to break down, the emotions are starting to break down. And when we go to our medical providers, they're not pointing to these plants mm -hmm. that, that will build up the brain and nourish the brain so that you can think more clearly. And I just got to say, you know, my passion for doing this is because I believe, like a lot of mental health practitioners, that there is a massive increase in overreactive thinking, black and white thinking, mm -hmm. uh, you know, gross levels of generalization, loss of language accuracy, you know, divisive thinking, irritability, you know, overaggressive tri tribal thinking, cult-like mm -hmm. behavior. To me, all of that points to our current approach towards mental health. So that's the biggest, the biggest thing that surprises me. It's right in front of us. We should be nourishing the brain, not tweaking the brain. Uh -huh. You know, the, talking about approaching mental health with a nutritional aspect, you know, we need to be teaching kids at an early age that these, these are the foods that make you feel good rather than all of these that are colorful and have dyes in them and are probably contributing to a lot of the issues that we see. Have you, did you see the law that was passed in Mexico? We're talking about third world countries that are passing laws to block out any kind of advertising to kids. So I posted a few weeks ago an, uh, an image of a box of magic, what is it called? Lucky Charms in yeah. Mexico. And it's completely, it looks like it's completely redacted. It's magically redacted. It has it all over it. The, the, no logos, no mascot. It just it just says something like Lucky Charms, but it's like real plain text. They're not allowed to do any kind of, and that's in Mexico. So like they see this around the world, oh but here goodness. in the United States, you know, we're still bowing to the corporate overlords who are advertising to our kids and all the TV shows and then YouTube channels. And so that's what they're putting into the bodies. And, you know, and that's what we're seeing in society. But that's so, the thing. I'm going to look that up. Thanks you. Thanks for letting yeah, me know. Uh, scroll down to my personal profile and you'll see I posted it a while back. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about the, the plant extracts having an impact on mood, right? So like yeah. certain things can, you can supplement with different things. You know, you can eat different things. How can you use plant extracts to affect your mood? and your overall health. Yeah, the, the, I think one of the challenges is that a lot of these plants that do nourish the brain quite effectively and almost instantaneously, people feel the results, are plants that we don't know about so much. Yes, we can do things like fish oils and so forth. Those are more well-known. Those give you the choline. Those give you some of the neurotransmitters that the brain needs. But some of the other ones are more obscure. And what makes them even more, more obscure is that they're generally only known by their Latin names. They don't have real common names like, you know, an orange or an apple or broccoli like we know now. But the ones that are most effective are the ones that we use in our cognition formula. And there's about eight ingredients. By the way, and I work with some really smart people, people smarter than me that have a lot more initials after their name than I do. And one of them is a man that is was born and raised in India, and he has a PhD in botanical sciences. And his background is a lot in the plants that they use in the Ayurvedic 
tradition. And so the formula we came up with, and we looked everywhere. There's other plants. There's a, there are two plants that come from Africa. They now grow in some parts of Russia and so forth. But, so we look everywhere. But some of the ones that, that are most effective, that have the most research that shows why people are getting the results, are ones such as Bacopa. Bacopa, if anyone looks up Bacopa. I just took awesome. it 10 minutes ago. It's part of my stack oh, every day. Oh, really good. Yeah. Really good. Uh-huh. Another one that to me is, is underrated. And again, these are so weird names. People, it's so difficult. Like if you're driving in the car listening to your podcast right now, they're going to go, what is this Celestrus Panicolatus? That's what it's called. That's the actual name. Celestrus Panicolatus. How the heck are we ever going to market that as a, one of the most important pounds of plants to eat? in order to get a mood boost. Another one that is really effective for mental clarity is one called Sisiatica. Sisiatica. Here's another one that is important, and a lot of people are starting to become more aware of this one. It's called Macuna purians. Macuna purians Uh has the highest known source of dopamine, actually the precursors to dopamine. Uh And you'll see it sold actually in its called called 5-HTP. If, if people, anyone listening to this is rolling their eyes thinking, yeah, yeah, you know, plant-based medicine, it's like twigs and leaves and, you know, mint no. tea. You, all I want, though, for those doubters, I want you to go pick up a bottle, Punipurian uh, extract. Again, yeah. it's called 5-HDP. And then take two tabs uh-huh. a day for a week. And you tell me. You Drive. Know, unbelievable. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the important thing here, and this is the mindset that we've got to get out of, is that it's not that it's tweaking the brain like an amphetamine. It is giving you the hormones and the neurotransmitters, oftentimes in their precursor format, like just like anything else, the body breaks it down into those pounds that the brain needs. But this one in particular gives you an increase in dopamine. And Uh just as you said, James, dopamine is the driving force. It's the thing that makes you go, I want to do this because the reward is going to make me feel so good. Yes. And it also plays a role in the emotion. Yeah, so, like take it and then do something that you don't like to do, and then you're you're yeah. almost tricking and reinforcing your brain into oh I'm doing this and I've got this dopamine release going on, and that that sort of enforces the brain. You you will train your brain to doing things, doing the hard things, and you you can do that with something like that. I also thought right. it would be interesting if if they were like holistic drug treatment facilities for people that have done amphetamines and like cocaine and stuff that can supplement with things like like mucanopurins because it it'll help replenish those dopamine levels that are just zapped out from abusing your body Uh, our dopamine levels zapped because just sitting around scrolling through social media if you don't think you're bringing down your dopamine receptors by by scrolling through the slot machine design type social media apps they're all designed to hit and, and pull on these little neurotransmitters and people aren't they're not they're not deploying those yeah 5-HTP, Macuna Purians is really powerful for increasing dopamine. Uh-huh. But the 5-HTP actually comes from another seed. It's called Grafonia simplicifolia. Uh-huh. Grafonia simplicifolia is the one that gives you 5-HTP. 5-HTP is the precursors for serotonin. Uh-huh. Now, serotonin and, and dopamine and oxytocin, 
it's really easy to get super simplistic about them, but in fact, they interact with each mm -hmm. other. They're yep. we're actually constantly finding out new uh -huh. ways that they that they work in the body, all of that. So the the key is start eating these plants that have a positive nutritional aspect to mental health. That's the big message here. Mm -hmm. And that's a good one. And and I like talking to you because I actually use all of these different compounds or whatever you would say, you know, these different things in their elemental form and, and to, to an effect that is beneficial. Like if, if you just take these things and don't understand what they're doing, that there's, I would say there's a less pronounced effect. There, there is something to be said about like understanding the mind muscle connection between like, I take this and this is going to mean I'll probably feel better. But if you're just taking a bunch of random stuff, you, you're not going to really understand. So like it, it's, it's easy stuff to grasp too, you know, like this, 5-HTP before bed, I wake up the next morning just kind of like, just kind of like slightly happy. Like, and I, I'll do that after like a really busy work day or something. If I've, if I've focused all day long and just burned out all my acetylcholine, you know, you can supplement with these different things. Now, one of your, one of your cognition formulas has all of this stuff in it, right? Correct. Yeah. And, and Correct. I still, yeah. I still haven't oh. ordered it. I've been meaning to, but you can check that out on his website, synapticscientific.com. But you know, you can. Yeah. If we really believe it is. We really believe it is the strongest uh, plant-based formula right now on the market. And one of the reasons why it is is because of the plant extraction technology that we are using for these plants. They bring the potency levels up to 40 to 1 or 60 to 1 in some of these cases. And so the all it takes is a couple of drops of this liquid formula now that is you know we talked about the fine tasting of the how how good some mushrooms are this is not a great tasting formula it's pretty bitter we've we've softened it a little bit with some lemon juice and a little bit of sweetener and stuff but it's still it's it's a it's a kick-ass formula mm -hmm. so but very very effective and people notice the difference quite a quite a fast mm -hmm. and it has mucanopurins in it and and all of these different things you mentioned correct i remember looking at the correct. ingredient list thinking wow i've not seen this kind of formulation anywhere I, and i'm familiar I, I, my medicine cabinet looks crazy I, i'm familiar with formulations and whenever I, I see one that stands out because a lot of people just kind of tend to copy like formulations like the alpha brain formulation you see a lot of copies of different nootropic type things on the market but yours is the only one that has this kind of formulation which is really interesting so scott there's an age difference between you and i, I i'm i'm 32 you are 62 66 66 67 yeah. so you know uh, i've taken an early interest in longevity and improving the, the quality of my life you know i don't know if that's going to extend it or not but i wanted you know i definitely want to live as long as i can disease free you know i want to retain all of my cognitive function the best that i can and so at what point would you suggest that people start considering that aspect of their health, their longevity and, and the quality of their years? And how can mushroom extracts help us with that? Yeah, good. I'm glad you pointed that out. And I love that, that you're starting at the age you, you are. I was the same way. I started early in my 20s. And it was really because I had some health challenges and I couldn't stand, I, I don't know, I couldn't stand the approaches that my you know, doctor was giving me. And it was being introduced to some of these concepts early on and meeting people who were older than me that were great role models. They, the way they talked, the way they acted, the way they ate and the, what they were learning was what I wanted to learn. So I 
you know, as you mentioned in my bio, I took a very deep dive, even in my early 20s. I went to that nutritional school in Boston. This is back in 84 and 85. That transformed my way of thinking. It was a nine-month program. You lived and breathed this, you know, style of eating, whole foods eating. And it it was the thing that kicked it off. And, you know, I'm not aging it the same way that many of my you know, my peers are aging. And I think a lot of it is because of these things that I've learned. It's really no different. I'm really glad you're, you pointed out the age difference because I started at even earlier than you. I actually met some people early in my travels around the country, around the world who were so healthy and they were reading different material than I was reading and they were eating different foods that I was eating. And I, I, immediately saw them as powerful role models. So I would say to answer that question, start as early as you can. Whatever goal you've got in your life, whether, you know, it doesn't matter what it is, it's going to be, it's going to be positively impacted by you thinking about the health of your brain, the health of your body, the health of your bloodstream, which is the whole key. If that was how I was taught to think was you, what would it be like if you created the best human blood that you could through your nutritional? And I, I completely agree. And it, you're going to get what you put in, right? And, and unfortunately, most of the food, most of the messages that food is sending our bodies, I would even say just industrial agriculture in general, you have a lot of different ways that you can affect your body. And that's the whole system is kind of not set up for our own best health in mind. So you have to empower yourself by learning these techniques, finding good role models, no matter what age you're at, you're never too old to learning better ways to feed your body or supplement for cognition, for longevity. I was reading about magic mushrooms. I was reading about Marcus Aurelius this morning. And I thought, you know what? Some of these passages sound like he has been eating mushrooms. And sure enough, I looked into some of like the analysis of what he was saying and, and some of the oneness that he was coming to realize about the world and humanity. I just thought it was really interesting. Maybe next time we can touch on some of those, some of those points. Oh, I, I'm so passionate about psychedelic plants. I think they are one of the keys to solving a lot of the uh, a lot of the cultural problems that we are because you're right it gives you the chemical compounds that give you the insight to what life is really about i would see these acceptances of the, these entheogenic plants and entheogenic yeah. compounds accepted as part of mental health practices in my lifetime what a miracle well i mean i, th I think people eventually look for real solutions because I, I, I don't, I mean, I, I know some people say that some people are certainly helped by pharmaceutical medications, you know, but nothing's ever really a complete cure-all, right? And people, whenever they start coming more back home to, you know, the earth and, and what's already here around us and is not super processed, I think they start seeing solutions and, and things start getting better and it stops lining the pockets of <laughs> corporate overlords and, and all these things like this, shareholders. I was just going to say, I encourage people to try out a bottle of Cognition. It's not expensive and the bottle lasts like about six weeks, two months, and you people will feel the difference within days. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to, I'll post the link down below. I'm going to put to Synaptic Scientific into your social media. My guest today was Scott Algram, Synaptic Scientific. We talked about mushrooms, longevity, touched a little bit on magic mushrooms. Thank you, Scott, for coming back on. I hope to talk to you again soon. Thanks a lot, James. All right. Bye-bye.